Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Illy episode four. This is, this is We Illy Wiz. We Illy Wiz. Illy Wiz. Max and Lucia. This is, this is We Illy Wiz. We Illy Wiz. Max and Lucia. Cannot believe we made it this far, but we have another incredible and exciting episode for you. I am Max Movish. I'm Lucy Davidson. And today, we are welcoming Vanya to our episode. Vanya Primorak is um, the first Croatian lady that I ever met. Um, She also gave me my first job. She was my first manager. She taught me how to submit an expense report and how to be in a meeting. She made my career possible thus far. I'm four years in. Vanya has been the one paving the way for me in my professional life for the entire time. So I really can't thank her enough. And I'm so lucky that the universe collided us into each other and I got to start my career with Vanya. I feel that way too. You know, I started um, my relationship with Vanya just kind of like working with her. You know, we didn't work at the same company, but we worked alongside each other in certain scenarios. And then, um, you know, it branched into a really great friendship. And, uh, you know, I've done everything from go to Vegas with her to Coachella to uh, watching, you know, TV in her house. And she's an amazing cook. And she's taught me really awesome things that I didn't even know. Um, Simple recipes that can add such pizzazz. Um, Thanks to Vanya. So without further ado, Vanya, welcome to the show. Wow. Thanks guys. I'm like, I'm, I'm blushing with that intro. Um, it's lovely to hear people that you care about so much speak such lovely things of you. So thanks for having me on We Illy. And not to forget, you know, this episode won't be out for a few weeks, but we are just a day away from Vanya's birthday. A national holiday. A national holiday that will not be properly celebrated, but you know, um, I'm going to do my best. I'm going to do my best to, to, to make the best of the current situation that we're in. Um, I'm actually thinking about just putting a pause on this birthday and just saying that I am 29 for about another year and 30 will have to resume in 2021. I don't know how that works, but I'm, I'm looking into it. I know a really good person at Photoshop who can probably edit your birth certificate if you're down. I think that's a good place to start, honestly. Yeah. I'm going to send that to you after this. So Vanya, we don't really like to dwell too much on the quarantine and current situation as We Illy is a positive podcast and we're just trying to spread some happiness, but we would like to know how your quarantine is going and you know what you're up to and you know what's been going on in your life. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I feel like I'm kind of starting to get used to this new way of living. Um, Some days are obviously better than others. I'm just trying to make the most of it. Gotten back into puzzling, which has been really very, very uh, therapeutic. And I, I keep trying to meditate regularly. It's going okay. But I feel like puzzling is a form of meditation, And so is cooking, which I've obviously, you mentioned this, but I've been doing quite a bit of that. Um, Lots of walks, lots of wine drinking, uh, lots of journaling, which I also really love, but don't ever find time to do. So just sort of looking for looking for all the silver linings. Good to hear. Guys, I really mean it. Vanya knows her way around seasoning. 
Lucy, what's your favorite dish Vanya has made you? Um, I really liked that stew she made us with the couscous base. Mm. That was so good. That was exactly what I was going to say. It was so good. And it was just like effortless. She w- there was like a beef stew cooking up and this like fluffy couscous. And I was just like, this is like an adult meal that like Vanya just made right here, right now. Like young at heart, but so uh, cultured and experienced in the in the outputs of her kitchen. Vanya, Vanya got me to drink wine that night. And you know that that's really a rarity for me. But you liked it. I, I, yeah, I mean, I've, I've yet to taste something of yours that I didn't like the, a uh, couple weeks ago I was at Vanya's house. Ugh, I miss being at people's houses. Um, but I was at Vanya's house and she was like, are you hungry? I just, I have some extra like, like broccoli. I think it was that I made like, like roasted broccoli. If you want some, I was like, sure. Cause I was starving and I'm not actually the biggest broccoli fan. I took a bite of it and it tasted unbelievable. You just, you got to get, you got to get the good char right onto the brock. I think there was also some, was it salmon or chicken or I don't know, but it was like a proper little, mm-hmm. little mix. I mean, I was definitely having urinates leftovers, but that's fine. Vanya also has the best taste in restaurants in LA. Mm. Like anything uh. Vanya's like, I love, I'm like, I don't even need to go there. I can recommend this as if I went myself and I'm sure it'll yeah. be good. About a few months ago, Lucy and I were just like, where should we go to lunch? And I recommended this one place that worked to not spread negativity. We won't say the name of it, but I recommended this one place. And Lucy was like, we cannot go there. Vanya does not like it. She thinks this is just mediocre. We cannot support. Well, uh, anyways, you know, as we like to do, we like to have our guests come prepared with things that they are illing. And I would love to turn it over to you, Vanya, for you to start and let us know about one of the first things that you are illing right now. Ooh, so I made a list and I know you said five to seven, but then it just kind of started to spiral from there. Um, Some things relate to, you know, what I illy write in this moment, but really all of these things I illy just in general and I wanted it to be a good spread. Um, So we're going to start at the top because one of the first things that came to my mind was Argentinian accents. Really... Truly, uh, that started with my first, my high school sweetheart, Lucas Bondi. Shout out to you wherever you are. Um, And then ever since, I've just been obsessed with them. Like there is something about them that just really gets me going. That's an illy number one. Um, A number two is is not anything unique or or. new but perfect wine and cheese pairings really truly like nothing brings me I wouldn't say nothing brings me more joy my family brings me a lot of joy my friends experiences but like the perfect wine and cheese pairing truly they're it just the endorphins and the serotonin are just sparking in every which direction so and that is something I'm enjoying right now like too much of for sure good I mean, that's definitely not really something I'm, I'm familiar on the cheese aspect, but you know, I don't really drink a lot of wine. Um, but I, I'm very familiar with how excited people get when you find the right pairing. It's, it's, you know, I didn't know much about it until a couple of years ago. I'm not personally, uh, I can't say that I'm good at making those pairings, although I'm learning, but it's just, you know, 
It's just something that I love. Is there, well, is there, is there a, a wine and cheese pairing you'd like to shout out that you've learned has been really good lately? Mm, I really, really like um, Cambazola cheese, which is like, almost, it's like a mix of, of a gorgonzola with like a lighter brie on top of a raisin. You know, those crackers that are, they have mm-hmm. like raisins and nuts and like they have them in Trader Joe's and then they have the really bougie expensive version at Whole Foods. Those two paired with like a good little sparkling orange wine. I mean, where did you learn or who who has been doing the pairings the best in your experience? Or how did you learn like, okay, this this is a credible either restaurant or like person? Yeah, I think it was maybe three, three or four years ago. Um, my girlfriends and I had a, a big bestia dinner, which, you know, everyone knows that that is a, it's an essential LA restaurant. Um, and I'd never really had a pairing before. And the guy was the, the Psalm at the restaurant was very kind and kind of flirty with our group of cute girls and was like, Oh, let me, let me like pair this dessert wine with your dessert and all sorts of things. I was like, sure. I don't really know what that means, but it really elevated the meal to another place. Um, and I didn't even know I liked dessert wines, but I guess paired with the right thing. It's truly, it's magical. What else you got? Makarska. Makarska is, uh, it's where I grew, well, I lived there for many years after or before I moved to Los Angeles. And that is where my family always vacationed. And it is a city on the coast of Croatia. And it's absolutely stunning. And that's always where I go back. It's not quite as there are a lot of places that are super touristy. Makarska for sure is in terms of like the local European tourists, but it's still feels like a bit of an undiscovered gem. And it just that like, it just reminds me of the time before we moved here. It reminds me of my family and where I come from. And it's just so fun and so pretty. And the water is like bath water. I love, um, you know, I think it would also be really good because I, I always think I know the full story, but sometimes I don't. But what is what exactly is the situation about, you know, when did you move here? Where, uh, you know, how long did your parents live in live in Croatia before coming here? What was what was kind of your family dynamic of moving to America? Yeah, it's uh, I was born in 1990 and I lived in Mostar, which was Yugoslavia, a part of Yugoslavia at the time. But Mostar actually is in Bosnia-Herzegovina. And we lived there for about a year and a half um, before the war had started, the Yugoslavian war. And then we moved over to Croatia and lived in Makarska and Metković um, and were there until I was about five and a half. And I think the process of process of us coming over here was really like the war ended um my mom is bosnian and my dad's croatian so in terms of just like ethnic turmoil there was a lot of issues just being a mixed kid um and i have a sister who was going through quite a bit she's nine years older than me and and she was in in high school and sort of like getting bullied and they couldn't even enroll me into a kindergarten because I was mixed and this whole thing. And they sort of just realized, you know what, we need to get out. Um, And they went to the embassy and managed to get refugee status and a green card. And we just popped right over. And I think the process was legitimately like a month. My parents just packed up their lives and 
moved to Glendale, California. <laughs> the, land, the land of dreams. On December 14th of 1995. And I didn't know much English at all. Um, but I learned watching television and I was just off to the races from there. We owe your parents for going through that. Um, okay, Vanya, what's next on your list? Um, I'm going to shift a little bit. Uh, one of the things that I thought of, I'm like, what do I like that people do? And I am an Aries and I am truly like the epitome of an Aries, meaning that specifically I like when people are just down to do what I tell them to do. When they're down to do what you tell them to do? Yeah. Like if I have an idea and I'm really enthusiastic about it, just like come just being open um, for whatever crazy adventure or thing that I want to do. You know, the first thing that comes to mind with that is, look, first off, I don't, I don't really know anything about astrology. I know that I'm a Leo and that everybody tells me that I'm a very Leo Leo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm, I think I'm whatever, like what, like a double Leo or something. Like my, my moon is also a Leo or something like that. Um, all this stuff apparently checks out as I've been told, but I generally like to make the plans and I like to do things, but Vanya has really built up like a, like a reputation that if she told me, Hey, this Friday, we're going to do this or whatever it is. I really, I really wouldn't even ask questions. I would just show up. hundred percent. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But you know, what is second on that list Hmm. of what I, Illy is when people make plans for me and fully have everything put together so that I don't have to be steering the ship. Illy. You know, that makes me want to tell the story of um, the night I took you to Lucali's to get pizza. Um, yeah, I, we were planning, I was, I was visiting New York um, for work and Max and I were, were planning on getting together and deciding on a dinner spot. And you mentioned a spot called Lucali, which I had not really known anything about. I didn't, you know, I, I didn't know the, the, I guess the infamous story of Jay-Z and Beyonce missing the Grammys and going there. And I think who is it? Leo and a bunch of other celebrities that go to this famous pizza spot that has incredible calzones, by the way, I think that's my favorite thing from, from Lucali. Um, but I also didn't understand the process of getting a table and the fact that you had to go and wait in line. And I think we were corresponding during the day and you were saying something about getting a a spot that you had to go wait. And I was just very confused, but I was here. I also was like, this isn't necessary. I don't want to make you go and wait somewhere, but I'm so grateful that you did. Um, And then we went, we walked over and we stuffed our faces with a large pizza and a massive calzone and then we proceeded to leave and then go and get a milkshake from a milkshake bar, which was really cute, but really excessive. So what you don't know is about three or four days before that, I was texting Lucy and I said to Lucy, Vanya's coming to New York. She wants to get dinner. And Lucy said, where are you going? And then she, and then I said, well, Vanya told me that I have to pick. And then Lucy's immediate reaction was, oh my God, I'm so sorry. So stressful. So stressful. It's like I, I, I was. I sat. I literally sat in my room in my apartment, and I was just like, "What? What is accessible to me right now that will really impress Vanya? Because I cannot take her to a New York City dining experience that will be mid level for her. She'll be so upset." And so then it occurred to me that I'll go to Lucali. The process of Lucali is at 
five o'clock, they start taking names down. Um, and they give you like a seating time and you have to get there about an hour and a half before and just wait in line for that to happen. And, um, I, so I waited in line and I got us a table and Vanya, like just Vanya's like, Vanya like thinks I'm just like going up to like get my name down, but I don't think she realized that I was like standing outside and I'm pretty sure it was raining for like an hour and a half, but like, I didn't care. And she had such, she had such a good experience. Um, but, but yeah, I could never have picked a restaurant that would have let her down. Um, I do appreciate all the effort that you went through. It was very, 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 very appreciated. Very delicious. And I dream of that calzone. I think I spend a lot of my life, like, even though we don't work together anymore, I'm like, would this make Vanya proud? Like, if, like, if I'm leaving behind, this is my life. Like, would that be something that either Vanya would be like, I'm glad, like, I'm proud of you for doing that. Or like, I co-sign this decision. I think totally. that I do pull that into like my day and like, my decision. What would Vanya do? Would Vanya be proud of this decision? I totally hear you. Thanks guys. I'm proud of both of you and all the decisions that you make and who you are and what you're growing up to be. Um, you can't see us right now. This is a podcast, but I have um, just melted onto my chair. Okay, Vanya, let's, uh, let's hear your next silly. Um, Rihanna and the idea that she has new music coming out because I keep hearing rumblings of this and she has been such an inspiration, but I think the number one reason is just how much she does not give a shit about what anyone else thinks. At least that's the way that she carries herself is just so unapologetically her, who she is and does things the way that that she wants to and her style and her presence and her just everything, everything about her. I'm obsessed. And I hope that new music is on the way to help ease, you know, the the quarantine boredom that's happening. Feed us. Brianna, if you're listening, we'd love the music. Also, we would love to have you as a guest. Um, can I ask you guys a question? What is your favorite Riri song? Four or five seconds with Kanye and Paul McCartney on guitar. That wasn't like an out the gate fave and like all of the classics like are, but I can listen to that song at any time. That's a great car song. That's like one of my favorite car songs. I think my favorite Rihanna song would probably either be like old, like going really old SOS or uh, Consideration. My favorite, and it has not in any way changed for a very, very long time, is Only Girl. That song just gets me up, gets me dancing, pumped, happy, excited, and the music video is incredible. Her with her red hair, running through the field, twirling around. Do you remember that? Yeah. And she also has a really like sick uh, choreography moment kind of in the desert, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 She looks great in that video. She looks amazing. Always. I mean, she looks, yeah, always. 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 All right, Vanya, let's hear your last Illy of the show. My last Illy of the show is going to be a really, really good BLT. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I think I just found my my new fave as of yesterday, right? Like Kitty Crosswalk away from um across the street from Erwan in West Hollywood on Beverly. There's a place called Potato Chip Deli, and all of their sandwiches are fantastic. The bread is perfect. There's like a little crunch on the outside. 
but it's soft and not too dense and the ingredients are insane. And I've had tons of different sandwiches, have not ordered from them, yesterday decided to and they had a new they had a they had a BLT on the menu, which I'm like, well, of course I have to go that route. And it was it was truly everything one could dream of. So I have two follow-up questions for you because I like to consider myself just internally a sandwich connoisseur. Um, what do you think makes a really good BLT? And also, uh, do you ever BLAT? Oh, this one was a BLAT, actually. It had, it, had, it had the avocado as well. The bread, first of all, no matter what the sandwich is. I also like a good vegan BLT, by the way, with like the tempeh bacon. Like mm. there's a few places... If you're ever on your way out to Joshua Tree Frontier Cafe, vegan BLT, insane. Um, I think it's the right mayo ratio, really, really, really good bread, uh, everything, everything, but also the crispiness of the bacon. You have to have that because everything else is so soft. You need to have the contrast of the, the texture break crispy bacon. Yep, exactly. What do you what do you think? Because I know you're a massive sandwich man. So this is really, you know, not a common opinion. I don't love bacon. I don't I, I just feel like I heard people gasp when I said that, but I don't love bacon, but I really love club sandwiches. I love tuna melts. I love tuna melts. For me, it's like if I can get a sandwich where I can put kettle chips inside the sandwich. And it makes it amazing. Like that is the perfect sandwich to me. I love adding that potato chip crunch into my sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I want the sandwich so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> so for tuna melts, the next time when all of this is over and you're back on a plane to Los Angeles, first place we're going to go for a tuna melt is Croft Alley. Have you had their tuna melt yet? I kid you not. It was one of the last things I ate before I left LA my most recent trip. Oh, yeah. I ate, I, I ate it at like 11.30 p.m. Wow. It's it so is. good. It's so good. It's one of the best tuna melts out there. I totally agree. And uh, for my New York listeners, I think that um, – I think Grey Dog has a phenomenal tuna melt if you're looking for one over there. Um, and if you're in Chicago, I'd probably just say uh, the best tuna melt out there is my mom. But you have to be lucky if you can get that one. <laughs> this is true. You have to get the personal invite. I know. Well, in my mom's sandwiches, my mom's tuna melt, not only does she do like tuna, cheddar, lettuce, tomato, avocado, but what makes it really good is she throws in some love. Oh. Um, Lucy, what are you alien right now? So my illy is probably not super surprising if you know me, but as some of you know who have been listening to weeks one through three, I'm back in Maryland for quarantine. I'm at my parents' house. And if you can visualize it, my parents overlook a street and then just past the street on the other side, there's like a creek. Um, And all day long in quarantine, people walk by with their dogs, literally sun up to sundown, seven in the morning till eight at night. And there are a few familiar faces at this point, two and a half weeks in, there's an English bulldog, there's a golden retriever who wears shoes, there's three different corgis. And I'm a huge Corgi fan, like top Corgi fan, I think, in the world. So I like, I want to run out there and I want to meet their people. And I know it's not the lifetime where we can go and run at people that we don't know. But boy, oh boy, when it's like 
post-quarantine, I'm busting out there. I'm like, hi, because I, their little feet and their fluffy little butts and their little triangular ears. So it has really just made like all of the difference in the world, not like being home is lovely and all, but also just like sitting and watching dogs all day has made my demeanor like way more, way more positive. And I am in general pretty positive, but it's like made all the difference in my day-to-day life. Like it's like a 50 out of 10 all the time. Coming from somebody who's had an off day today, hearing how, how excited you are just to see a dog across the street. All day long. What are you alien, Max? So for me, it's Homeland. And this is a show I've been watching since um i think i i I mean i've seen every episode but i started when they were on season three and you know we're two episodes away from the series finale in season seven i believe it's seven or eight right now and um i just think that it i'm gonna be so bummed when this show is over because they every episode is intense every episode is like a movie like the budget and the production it's just so impressive every single time um i have one friend that I text every, I have multiple friends I text every time about this, but I have one friend that has a really hard time with the continuity in the, in this season. Um, So I think that's the only issue with it right now, but I can't find the storyline is amazing. It uh, Carrie Matheson, who's played by Claire Danes truly does such an incredible job uh, showcasing a passionate person in the government workplace while also demonstrating the realness of bipolar and obviously I, I mean not obviously but I don't have bipolar disorder but um I've read some interviews with from people who do have bipolar and they say that uh Claire Danes's um portrayal of somebody with bipolar disorder on tv is like the first one that they've seen in a tv show or movie that's been really real and I just think that the ups and downs that you've been on with this array of characters has been so emotional i feel so attached to them and like kind of that way that I've, like the world shut down when game of thrones ended last year um i know this is a smaller scale like i'm very very well aware that the fan base is smaller but i will feel that way in two weeks when i have to say goodbye to some of my favorite characters i've never watched homeland but after hearing you talk about it i feel like i need to I need to start. Oh, what a great thing to start binging in quarantine. I know. Seasons one through three, amazing. Season four, and then it picks right back up in season five. A, cla- a classic season four dip. One more thing. Yeah, Really, Because you reminded me of a show that I'm obsessed with right now. Mm-hmm. Shit's Creek. I hadn't watched it. You are the second one. Uh, our last guest on our most recent episode uh, was Mike McGain, and that was his Illy. Oh, Shit's Creek is just... It is, it is, it is everything that I didn't know I needed. And now I just don't know how I'll live without once I'm done binging, but I've gotten through the first two seasons. So I have another three and then there is a, a, a fourth season or a sixth season that's coming out. So I pray it stays around. You guys need to get into it. It's really good. With that cosign, I will. Mike did, Mike, in all fairness, Mike did bring up that show to you after he made fun of your love of peas, so. Did, Mm. which is fine. I know it was a joke made out of love, but um, it meant, his recommendation meant a little bit less to me, for sure. Sorry, Mike. 
Um, all right, guys. So we're going to move into one of our final favorite parts of the show, our We Illy Pote person of the episode, where we like to challenge our guests to t- teach us some positives and things that they illy about a person that they only find out about a few hours before we record. So today, our Illy Pote person of the episode is a name you may have not heard for the past few years, but definitely did a few years ago, and that is Lauren Conrad. So, Vanya, I'm going to turn it over to you. Tell us about Lauren Conrad. Um, yeah, Lauren Conrad, uh, also formerly known as LC, is, in my mind, truly one of the greatest and maybe most famous reality TV stars to ever have lived and graced the planet. Uh, her career started back in 2004 when she was only just a little baby in high school, um, there was a show called Laguna Laguna Beach, or was it? It was Laguna Beach, right? Not Laguna yeah, Hills. Yeah. Hills followed. Mm-hmm. Um, she starred in a show called Laguna Beach. I coming from you know, not to make this about me, but coming from a little suburbia and watching all of these you know rich kids in a beach town driving around in their convertibles and going to parties really made me feel like that's. Like I was just living vicariously through Elsie. Um, once that show finished, she obviously had her own little spinoff series called The Hills, uh, which aired in 2006. Um, she was in Los Angeles going to fit um, working part time as an intern at Teen Vogue, killing it. Um, but really, I feel like the the main thing everyone remembers from that time is her feud with Heidi and Heidi's boyfriend, who is somehow they're still together uh, and married, and I think they might have children. Um, but Heidi and Spencer apparently, you know, started some rumors about a sex tape with Jason. And it was it I mean, it was heated. And it started in season two. And it really was like the focal point of the entire series. Um, in 2009, she was like, I'm done with this. I'm above it. And left the reality TV world, uh, launched her own clothing line, Elsie Lauren Conrad, which is exclusively available at Kohl's. Um, she's also published nine books, including LA Candy uh, and the Fame Game trilogies, which I haven't read any of them, but you know they do have good reviews. Um, now she's just married, looking great, making millions. You know, that's pretty much that's Elsie, and we we illy her and the path she's chosen for her life. We really do. Wow. I mean, hold on. That is just we, you know we tell our guests in advance, like please be prepared to just tell us a little bit about the person. We usually expect like a sentence or two. Vanya just knocked that out of the park. Yeah, that was outstanding. Outstanding. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Um, so, Vanya, what do you illy the most about Lauren Conrad? Mm, what do I illy the most about Lauren Conrad? Um, I think it was really the fact that she always put her friends first and seemed like a very honest human being. Um, yeah. But can I tell you what I don't illy about Lauren Conrad or what moment? Because I just restarted watching The Hills. You know, normally we don't allow negativity, but I'm interested to hear what it is. So we'll we'll, we'll let this one pass. So yeah, okay. what's going on? Um, again, she was just going through 
a very particular time. Maybe I would have made that decision when I was that young. But in the first season, when she's trying to decide whether or not she's going to take the internship and go to Paris or whether she was going to go and move in with who was it with the boyfriend again at the Jason. time? Oh, it was Jason. Jason. Yeah, yeah, Jason. Jason. Whether or not she was going to go and live with Jason in Malibu or Santa Monica, wherever, that little beachfront. And then you see her driving to the house to be with the boyfriend instead of taking the Paris internship. It really, that like, it hurt rewatching it. You know, you know the famous, you know the famous line, right? She'll always be known as the girl who didn't go to Paris. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a that's yeah. a really val- that's a really valid uh, Nilly about her. It is a Nilly, uh, but other than that, I think she's you know, she's she's great. All right, guys, Vanya, thank you so much for uh, that lovely information about Lauren Conrad, our poet of the episode. Oh, well, I guess should just say our, our pote. And, you know, we usually like to end every episode with our nillies, the things we are not loving right now. But given the current climate of the world, we're only about spreading positivity. So as every episode we've been saying, we're putting that on pause. And we currently only nilly people who do not stay home unless they are essential tasks or essential employees. And for those people, we say thank you. Anyways, Vanya, thank you so much for being on our show. Is there anything you'd like to promote on your way out? Um, nothing that I'd like to promote at the moment, um, other than everyone, like you said, staying home, staying safe, supporting each other, um, and really just listening to this podcast and sharing it because you guys are great. I love Lucy, love Max, and I feel so honored to be in, in one of your first five guests I wish I was number one or two or three or, but four will do. So I'm just going to say top five. (laughs) So we wanted to warm up because you were such an important guest for us. We wanted to like get in our rhythm, get in our flow. We didn't want to have you be like the test case, even though you are number one in our hearts. We wanted to like be our most professional, our most like ironed out everyone working through, um, what our best versions of ourselves are on this podcast. So that was that was the reason why you weren't number one, but you are of course number one in our hearts. I love you guys. Uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we look forward to Illine with you again soon. We Illy. We Illy.